Create Art Podcast. Project. Writing and podcasting a novel in 30 days. Welcome, friend, to Create Art Podcast, where we create more than we consume. I'm Timothy Kimo O'Brien, your head instigator, with over 20 years in arts and education, helping you to tame your inner critic and provide you with commentary, interviews, discussions, and projects that will inspire you to create art. Now, this month, I'll be podcasting daily and writing a novel in 30 days. I'm participating in Nay Pod Pomo and Nay No Rimo. Makes me feel like I'm back in the military with all these acronyms, folks. That's National Podcasting Post Month and National Novel Writing Month. You're going to be able to listen to what I wrote for the day and read it at the same time on the website, createartpodcast.com. Remember, I like things kind of simple, okay? I like to practice what I preach when it comes to art, so I'm challenging myself to write and have you come along for the ride. Now, I hope this inspires you to accomplish your goals with your art. And if you'd like to share what you're doing, email me, timothy at createartpodcast.com. Now, if you want to get involved, head on over to createartpodcast.com and you'll be able to see the daily posts with the word count that I do every day as well as the text that I do. Feel free to comment on those daily posts. And remember, folks, this is a novel that is coming fresh out of my mind. So it should make some sense. I have an idea where it's going to go. But you may be able to go ahead and help me uh, with the direction of the actual novel. And every day you're going to be hearing me reading those uh, posts to you. So I'm looking forward to this challenge. It's very exciting. I'm a little bit apprehensive, but I think we can do it. All right. Well, get out there and create more than you consume. And here is today's writing. Welcome back, everyone. So today's entry is the 17th of November, 2020. Our count today was 1,867. And our cumulative is... 28,193. Trying to get to that 30,000 real quick here. All right, let's go. Carl went to the sink and Nate sat down at the kitchen table. Can I get you a drink or something to eat? asked Carl. No, I grabbed some food before I came over. When are you looking at the diary? asked Nate. Tonight, I promise. I know you and Angela need that information and I need it as well. This is really happening. I never knew how exciting it would be. But wow, we had a good time at the park and watching cartoons and eating dinner, said Carl. Are you going to have Cheryl move in, asked Nate. We haven't broached that topic. I haven't even thought about asking her, said Carl. Just some friendly advice. She may want to get hitched and do the marriage thing. In terms of adopting Myra, that would be a good move. I don't know your relationship with her, but... She is already bonding with Myra, and you need to be clear about your intentions toward her and your medical condition, said Nate. Also, I'm here to help you, not Cheryl. It is a family thing because I know you. I don't know Cheryl. I'm sure she's a great person, but she is also considerably younger than you and not as established as you are. I do not want her coming back later and trying to take Myra away from you. 
There are things you need to know about her intentions. Like I've said, this is a full-time job on many levels. My loyalty is to you. Angela's loyalty is to Myra. The missing piece is Cheryl. I'd like to have the two of you meet with her early next week, maybe Monday or this weekend, because Angela's preparing papers. By the way, simple question. What is Myra's last name, asked Nate. We haven't asked her yet. I'm not sure how much to poke about her father and what she has gone through. Tonight, I I will get you some answers, okay? Said Carl. Listen, I can be the bad guy. I am a lawyer, so I'm usually the bad guy. Let me talk with her after she's done with Cheryl. I promise to be as gentle as I can. But we do need answers as we move forward, said Nate. Okay, that's fine. Um, Do you need to speak with Myra alone, or can we hover around? Asked Carl. So, I am hearing the word we. I think I hear an adoption and wedding bells in your future. Just be upfront with both about your condition. Myra's father abandoned her, and Cheryl is not asking to be a single mother, said Nate. Myra may be aware of my condition, mostly. She knows... Sorry about that. Cheryl is aware of my condition, mostly. She knows that I have an operable, inoperable tumor in my brain, I think, and sometimes space out. She's not aware that it is terminal. I'll be open with her. As far as Myra is concerned, I try to explain it to her as much as I can. That is age-appropriate, replied Carl. Age-appropriate? I can tell you're going to binge on parenting books like crazy. Bring some over this weekend for you. My little brother, being a dad, is it's so cute. Laughed Nate. Excuse me, I prefer the term Papa. It's more intimate, said Carl. So, what do you want Myra to call you? Asked Nate. I'm going to try to let her decide, but I would prefer to be called Papa, said Carl softly. Okay, Papa Carl it is. Why don't you make a pot of coffee? I feel like we're going to be up for a little while tonight. Let me call Becca and tell her I'll be coming back late, said Nate. How much does she know, girl? Everything I do. That's the way I like to keep my household. You'll figure out how you like things, but I prefer upfront and sometimes brutal honesty. It's not always easy, but I'm not left wondering what people think, said Nate. Carl started to put together a pot for Nate, Cheryl, and himself. He knew that it would not match what Cheryl could make, but this way he would not have to pay for it. Once the water started to warm up, he set to work on doing the dishes. Nate had stepped into the living room and sat on the couch to call his wife. Carl could not overhear what they were saying, but he could hear the warmth in Nate's voice as he talked. He wanted aspects of what Nate had in terms of family. Not the entire package, as there had been rough spots. But the overall feeling of warmth sounded nice to him. Carl got the dishes done and on the drying rack as the coffee percolated and finished brewing. The familiar smell brought Cheryl out to the kitchen. So, I take it you guys will be up for a while, asked Cheryl. Yeah, Nate has some questions he wants to ask Myra and you before he leaves tonight, but yeah, it could be a long one for us. Do you need to leave anytime soon, or would you like to crash out here tonight? I I can couch it and you can have my room, uh, Carl asked. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, I'd like to spend the night tonight if possible. I'm off tomorrow and can uh, take back what doesn't fit. We're just about done with the clothes. Nate has some uh, fancy taste for kids, huh? Did that rub off on you, Cheryl asked. I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy, unless I'm in the office. 
When have you seen me dress up at the coffee shop? replied Carl. It's obvious you two are brothers, trying to be so different. Give us five minutes and uh, put some cream and sugar in my coffee, but not too much, laughed Cheryl. She went back to the bedroom to help Myra finish up. Carl grabbed three cups and made up Cheryl's coffee as requested. For Nate, he just put in unrefined sugar, as he did not have non-dairy creamer. He set all the cups on the kitchen table and waved at Nate, who was finishing up his call with Carl sat down and enjoyed the hum of activity in his apartment. Most nights it was not like this. Come home, read, watch TV, make dinner, occasionally phone a friend, and then go to bed. Since the divorces, this had been the greatest number of people in his apartment at one time. He welcomed the change. Carl melted into his seat and closed his eyes for a moment to relax. It had been one of the most stressful days of his life. One of the most life-changing. Carl, Nate tapped Carl on the shoulder lightly. Hey, Pop Carl, the ladies are done. Carl woke up to see Myra in a new outfit, standing at the head of the kitchen table, with Cheryl behind her smiling ear to ear. Just need to rest my eyelids. Wow, that looks great, Myra. Was that one of Cheryl's picks? asked Carl. One of Uncle Nate's clothes, said Myra. Is it okay if I call you Uncle Nate? Yes, you can. And it looks wonderful, Myra. Thank you, Cheryl, for helping her out and collecting all the and sorting out all the clothes. Myra, can I borrow you for a few minutes? I have some questions I need to ask if you don't mind, Nate asked. Hey, Cheryl, let's uh, grab coffee and head to the deck. Myra will, be, Myra will be right outside. You'll be able to see us, okay? Replied Carl. Okay, okay, replied Myra. Cheryl picked up her coffee and tested it. Then she went to the fridge and poured more milk into her coffee, sipped it again, and put the milk back in the fridge. One day you're going to learn how to make a proper evening coffee, said Cheryl. I already do, just like my morning coffee. Black as my soul, joked Carl. They headed to the porch with their coffees and sat in the chairs facing the parking lot as the sun was dipping below the roof line of the complex across the lot. It was still light enough not to turn on porch lights. Carl melted back into his chair and put his feet up on the railing. So she told me you had another episode at the park, asked Cheryl. Wait, what? She doesn't know about my tumor stuff, Carl. No, but she's a very observant. No, but she's very observant. Most nine-year-old girls are, especially her. She knows something is up with you, and she's not buying the excuse of you haven't gotten out in a long time and we're just winded, said Cheryl. I'm not going to tackle that today. She's been through enough. I do want to be fully transparent with you, though, on my health. I have an inoperable tumor on my brain, as you know. My doctor has recommended chemotherapy at the beginning of the year to extend my life. And I have not bought into to that idea, well, until today, said Carl. Oh, my God, I had no idea. How bad is it? asked Cheryl. Well, the chemo treatment may give me more time, but the cost will be uh, the cost will be I the cost will be I will be physically weak for a month or two, and they are not sure how much time that gets me. Maybe a year, maybe six months, maybe nothing at all. The tumor is slowly growing and it has been for the past three years. It's one of the reasons my marriage ended because I don't want didn't want to be aggressive with it. My ex wanted me to try everything to extend my life, but the options. To do that were not attractive to me. 
and it'll be a loss of hair, nausea, vomiting, and I'll be basically useless while in chemo. I'm just not ready to do that, but with this new responsibility, replied Carl. I'm sorry I dragged you into this. If I had known, I would have said nothing, said Cheryl, with tears forming in her eyes. Well, I didn't share it with you. And what would have happened to Myra if you knew? Her dad may not have dumped her off at the coffee shop. She could have ended up in a worse situation. I had a slight episode today with her, but it was manageable. I think it's due to the stress of today, but this is all just conjecture. I don't have a PhD in this stuff. And before you ask, yes, I'm getting an MRI in a few weeks. I can do most of my work from home so I can be here for Myra. I just want you to know what my situation is so you're fully informed on any decision you are thinking about making. I'm not usually this open with most people, as I'm sure you can guess why. I just don't want a repeat of my failed marriage, said Carl. And that is what we have for today. Definitely want to thank you all for listening. And I'm looking forward to see what tomorrow brings us. Thank you for listening to Create Art Podcast, where we'll help you create more than you consume. And this has been a production of Gagglepod Studios. Gagglepod, since 2016, we've been helping creatives tell their stories through podcasting. And a few of our other shows are War Yankee, where Kyle Bondo explores the battles of the Civil War that happened in his backyard. Podwrecked, where Tim and Kyle help you survive your podcast. And Tim's latest production, Clearly Obtuse, where Tim explores what an avant-garde podcast sounds like. You can see all of our shows at gagglepod.com. We hope to see you there. And until next time, create more than you consume.